welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this week finds you well. Today I'd like to speak with you about the power of embrace. Having someone hold you, hug you, embrace you is a powerful thing. When you are held, and not for a few seconds, you take a deep breath and enjoy the moment. It provides a sense of comfort, security, love that each of us needs. It reduces stress and boosts the immune system. And when it's done right, embracing for 20 seconds or longer, we feel loved no matter what is going on in our lives. And for those of us grieving, we need many more hugs and embraces than usual. Hugs make us feel we are going to be okay, and we should look for them and extend our arms whenever we feel another person would be amenable to a hug or two. And we know whom to hug, And it's not someone who has the superficial thing going on. Have you ever hugged a person and they gave you a side hug? They never fully embrace you face to face. They don't want you touching their chest. They give you their side, maybe with a few taps on your back. What's that all about? Or the person who hugs you face forward, but leaves their body far from yours and only hugs your shoulders. They don't allow you to hug them fully and connect chest to chest. Or the person who does connect chest to chest, but just for a second with extra taps on your back. Where did people learn this? Do they think it's something sexual? Well, guess what? It's not. Two human beings of any gender can hug each other and fully embrace without it being sexual. So the next time someone reaches out for an embrace, give yourself completely. Wrap your arms around them. Hold them for at least 10 seconds, especially if you know they're grieving and just be in the moment. If they get uncomfortable, you will know it by their pulling back, and you just release. Nothing needs to be said. There is no doubt the longer the embrace, the more vulnerable you'll feel. 
But if they are hurting, tears may fall, in which case you might want to hold on longer for them to have a really good cry that they've needed for a long time and had no one to do that with. You will be giving them an incredible gift. The people who need the most hugs are those without anyone by their side. This can be widows and widowers, those who remain single, people who live alone and others, the elderly in nursing facilities, assisted living, even hospitals. Who is there to hug them on a regular basis? Really, no one. If they have family who visit regularly, we hope they will be embraced, cuddled, and loved when their family members visit. But for those with no family or family that doesn't live near them, they can feel despair and depression without physical touch. They can feel unloved. I've seen where dogs are now being allowed to visit older patients as well as younger patients with severe illness. Most of these individuals get better from the petting and companionship of comfort animals who come to see them at their bedside. The petting of the fur babies brings a sense of calm, reducing stress and fear, despair and depression. It should be offered in all healthcare facilities. So hug someone every day. If you can't find someone to hug, hug a pet. And if you don't have a pet, you can find a big stuffed bear or other animal to hold on to, something that's as big as your chest. When my grandmother was in the latter years of her life, I purchased a light pink bear for her. It was so soft. I intentionally bought it for her so she would have something to hug when I wasn't around to hug her. She told me it brought her great comfort. And when she died, I kept that bear and it still sits on a shelf in my closet. And on difficult days, even though my David is an incredible hugger, I take the bear down and pet it, and it reminds me of her. She was also a wonderful hugger. Some of my fondest memories were hugging her and kissing her neck. It was a wonderfully safe place to be. Now, she wasn't an especially touchy-feely person. She wasn't brought up that way. But she appeased me because she knew it made me feel better, especially when life wasn't going well for me. If you can get a pet of any kind, do so. Dogs tend to let you pet them and snuggle with them. Yet some cats will also comfort you. Some fur babies will even sleep with you if you let them. I remember Joshua always wanted to burrow down the middle of the bed under the sheets. 
I wasn't crazy about this. I wanted him to sleep on the top of the blankets, but he wasn't having any of that. He wanted to be right up against my hip and thigh, and that was that. And even though it wasn't the most comfortable, it was a sense of security knowing that he was there. So whether you have someone with you to hug each day, a fur baby to cuddle with, or a stuffed animal to hold, the comfort comes from the hugging and holding. You don't feel so isolated, and that is one of the main benefits of hugging or being hugged. Even if you need to literally hug your own arms around yourself and sway back and forth, grab your right arm all around to your left shoulder and left arm to your right shoulder and relax and breathe. It will help you have the sense that you are being held. It may sound funny, but it is far superior to not being held. When we were in lockdown and had only online calls with our family and friends to keep us company, often we would hold out our arms in a hugging motion before we'd say goodbye along with air kisses, of course, and it was what we could do at the time. We have no idea what is ahead for our lifestyle and this world, so it is a good idea to look for a fur baby or a stuffed animal if you are all alone in your home. Having someone to love and care for and talk to each day will make you feel better. And when you are grieving a loved one's death, their presence helps to bring joy into your life that you are missing now. If you have had a dog in the past, or have one now, you know that when you go out for a time, they're wagging their tail with such excitement when you return, it's as if they saw you for the first time in days. Remember that touch is one of the most important parts of our life. It increases our health and happiness. It reduces our stress, despair, and depression. And even watching TV, side by side, hip to hip, provides that wonderful connection. So look for those whom you can hug, perhaps family and friends. You can put out your arms and say, I need a hug. It's as simple as that. So now it's time to dance, dance, dance. And I know you probably think this is still silly, but please do it for me anyway.
Thank you for listening in today and share my podcast with those who may benefit from this knowledge. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please sign up for my private email list at www.themerrymacshow.com. I'd like us to stay in touch via email as social media has become so uncertain. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.